Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. That is, uh, oh my God. <laughs> I got the whole switcheroo thrown in there. I looked up. Hi, it's Chris. <laughs> I looked up at the damn screen and it's, uh, I was ready to say Chris Italian. It's uh, Ben Sparks, everybody. Wow. Hey, how are you, Benjamin? I got the, the guy that just set everything up. He goes, he asked why there's two mics. I'm like, oh, now we're busted. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Holy crap, Ben Sparks, everybody, on the show. What up? What's going on, Benjamin? You look good, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Well, this was Chris's idea last night, and it's uh, we thought it would be pretty funny and just uh, shock you. So Is he uh, there, yeah. or did he just leave yeah, the show? Yeah, I'm right here. Uh-huh. He's right next to me. Yeah, this is so. a nice little switcheroo. That was, Chris is always good at the radio trickery. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I, was looking, he, I was looking down at my paper. Idea. I was looking down at my paper. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't know how he was going to do this. He brought it up last night at dinner, and then I was like, all right. And he's like, I got a great idea. We'll just pretend he's going to say, here's Chris, and it's going to be you on the screen. So, <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. It's good to see you. Good to hear from you. Yeah. I know. How you doing? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. His, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm living, right. Ben. I'm living. L-I-V-I-N all day long. Yeah. Living's good. Yeah, his not little, Luke Perry on me. No, no Luke Perry, which is uh, very scary. Dylan, oh, we're gonna get into this top. Dylan, yeah, Dylan died, man. That's no good. Fifty-two years old, fucking. Um, what was it? A uh, stroke. A and massive the, stroke. Not the kind of stroke that Michael Jackson did with the seven-year-olds. It was a different kind of stroke. <laughs> This one terminated himself. Are you yeah. referring to a certain documentary on HBO? <laughs> yes, there's a lot of things. A lot of things happening in uh, the world of the awful pop culture. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things. There's too many to even cover. Even one just broke uh, like 10 minutes ago or later this afternoon about uh, Alex Trebek. Apparently, he's uh, he's on his way out. <laughs> he's got much time left. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is a disease that's going to kill him in six months? <laughs> yeah, he has a stage four uh, pancreatic cancer. Is funny to you? Yeah, geez, Karen. He's about to go any day now? Uh, you know what? I figured it's going to happen to me sooner or later, so I figured I'll get all my jokes out, and then when I pass away, everybody will uh, have their You're jokes about person. me. You're a horrible person. No, I'm not. I just don't know, how to, I don't know how to handle this stuff. There's too many deaths. This is, and- emotionally, this is how emotionally disconnected you are. That you're laughing at this guy's pancreatic cancer. Uh, well, you know what I was laughing at? I'll play you the damn clip, too. Uh, it's hard to listen to Alex Trebek talk about his stage four patriotic cancer when we've known his voice for so many years doing the game show. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's, he's describing awful news in the game show voice. You know what I mean? There it is. I have the clip right here. Hi, everyone. 
I have some news to share with all of you, and it's in keeping with my longtime policy of being open How's that and game transparent. Show voice? That's his voice. I know, but it's the voice from Jeopardy. You know what I mean? No, I think you're completely off with our Jeopardy fan base. I it's like if if Alec were in my kitchen telling me about stage four cancer, I'm like, ah, it's, it's the game show voice. <laughs> like that's all I know. You know what I mean? Can't take it seriously. Also wanted to prevent you from reading or hearing some. You're not with me on this, uh, Chris. To tell you, I'm not. I think this is not funny. I think you're. I, I think you're. You're going into a category where your antisocial behavior is not understanding. This is the way he talks. He he. You know, he's very professional. This is, this is how people know Overblown. Him. So what should he do? Just He should be talking with a really sad, monotone voice? I don't understand. No, it's the game show voice. That's what I'm this saying. It's game show voice. Or in- it's about? his voice. He's been voicing the game show forever. I don't know why we're arguing about this. <laughs> I honestly don't. Accurate <laughs> reports regarding my health. So therefore, I wanted to be the one to pass along this information. Now, just like... 50,000 other people in the United States each year. This week, I was diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer. Now, normally, the prognosis for this is... He's doing the announcement just like he reads the categories in the damn Jeopardy. That's what I'm getting to. I'm not criticizing the guy. It's I, terrible. I really don't get it. I don't, well, I, I don't know. Maybe it's my twisted mind. Maybe I should get out a little bit more. I don't know, Chris. But it is uh, the game show. It's, it's sad. It's sad. Why don't we do this, Kieran? What? You have pancreatic cancer, stage four. Mm-hmm. It was, give a statement. Uh, well, uh, LR listeners out there, I got some bad news. Uh, apparently, uh, well, it might be good news for you because I'm going to be ending the show very soon because I oh, have... You're, you're using your podcast voice. Stage four pancreatic cancer. <laughs> you're using your radio... <laughs> But I mean, that's exactly how I would announce it. I don't know. You know, I, I, I would have to laugh about it because you're right, Chris. Maybe maybe in a roundabout way, you're right. I can't handle the uh, the uh, the emotion. I, I can't even hug people, Ben. I can't. I can't even hug. I don't know. I have a problem hugging people. I don't know. Whatever. There's a lot of weird news happening this week. Basically, what Kieran is telling you, Ben, is that he's slowly... Becoming a hermit, like full fledged. <laughs> is it? Is it but you weren't like this in New York. Is this a Phoenix thing? Oh, uh, what? Yeah, well, mean, no, I'm not a hermit. I don't want to get into this. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world that we can wacky be wacky about and all that stuff. But uh, no, I don't think I'm a hermit. I just don't feel like going out. <laughs> I got too much things to do. I got, I got, I got a uh, thing. I got work. I got, uh, you know, working out. I got, I got the show. I don't have time to leave the house. Other than work out and look at girls in yoga pants. I got to join oh, you. Oh, wait a minute. Did you approach that girl? Uh, I only saw her once uh, since then, and she was leaving the gym as I was coming in. Isn't Actually, not as I was coming story? in. You always have that story. I know. What, did you even talk to her or what? I did not story? talk to the blonde-headed girl that uh, helped me pick up the Middle Eastern lady off the ground. Uh, no, not yet. Some Middle Eastern girl fell off of a, what was it? A treadmill? Yeah, she took a a, oh. a, a nose plant on a treadmill and then shot herself into the stairmasters. <laughs> it was it was quite. Uh, now that's funny. That, the Alex Trebek. <laughs> that's funny. Did she hurt herself? Uh, no, but it, she literally hit those treadmills. I mean, those uh 
Stairmaster's like bowling pins. There was, she, I think she knocked two off center. You know what I'm saying? It was. And like, she was Middle Eastern. She was Middle Eastern, like full. The reason why she uh, fell on the treadmill is because she was in that full, like almost burka garb. So I think the thing got caught in the tread, and she went bing. Oh. Dude, it's so funny you say that because I was in a gym recently and an Asian guy, older guy, was running on the treadmill mm. and he did the same thing. He went flying in the stairmaster. It was almost identical. Went flying back and he actually whacked his head pretty hard and he came up and it was like Looney Tunes, you know. It was like he didn't know what the hell was going on. Was, yeah. And, you know, it's hard not to laugh at him. But I don't know. He had the thing going as fast as you could possibly run. He couldn't keep up. You know, it's, some people in the – in the treadmill business that uh, shouldn't be on it. <laughs> Slow down. That's a practical joke on everyone. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I, I, I don't understand what that Middle Eastern lady was doing in a triple anyway, because she's like, she's like 70 years old. I'm like, I mean, well, why do you need to be on there? <laughs> so, so Kieran and a, and a wonderfully kind, good looking woman. Right. Both help this lady up. Very blonde. She's blonde. And she's curvy. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Kieran is regretting not talking to her. Dude, that's the easiest. You had a total in. You helped I, the woman out. I what told are you, him stupid? Already. I know. I, that's the easiest. Be honest with you. I've been to the gym like six days in a row. I only saw her once. I'm thinking about going back tonight just for the opportunity maybe to see her again. So, smitten. You're smitten. I'm smitten. Are you this much of a psycho? You know exactly what time she goes to the gym? No, she just happens to go when I go. I, I, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not a psycho. Sure, I, don't go, I don't go out of my way. I'm not. Uh, I honestly, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, if it happens, it happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them guys, Ben. The plot thickens. Yeah, I'm the same way with the the radio career. If it happens, it happens, apparently. It's not going to happen, so don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Did you guys see Leaving Neverland? Because that's the big fucking thing. It's it's disturbing. I had to turn it off a couple times. I know. It, 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 the part one of Leaving Neverland that uh, was on HBO, the the, the uh, documentary about the sexual abuse, uh, Michael Jackson, and all this. It, it part one was the first half hour. It's like a snooze fest. I'm like, this has got no substance. This is boring. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, I forget who it was. It might have been Jake Safechuck, one of the kids that was um, touched. He just comes out of nowhere and goes, uh, "Yeah, Michael asked me to bend over." Uh, pull up in my butt cheeks, and he would masturbate behind me. Oh yeah, uh, I was seven. A whiff. I was seven years old. I was just like, "Holy shit, that is too much to handle. Way too much to handle." Yeah, it was. It was disturbing, man. That whole freaking thing. And I totally believe those guys because they were. I mean, the, the documentary series was four hours long. Uh, I was watching the Oprah special afterwards. And you know, when, o- when Oprah gets involved, you know shit's legit, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like Oprah doing that special gave the whole documentary a whole lot of credibility. Just just by her being Oprah. Right, am I right or wrong? I thought the addition of Anthony Edwards was brilliant. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, Anthony Edwards. In the uh, Wow, that was the first time I've seen him since... Uh, Scrubs or whatever the hell that show was. Yeah, apparently he was he was in the ER. audience. ER. Was it Scrubs or ER? ER. Yeah. He actually was on it. I, I could turn the Oprah part off. I, I can watch Yeah, because he has an organization called One in Six. Okay. About, you know, it's to help adults dealing with, you know, you know, trauma from their childhood molestation. And he was assaulted as a kid too. And so he started this basically, it's a pro- nonprofit for men. 
to like you know. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I know he was. He's it was great. I thought it was a great. You know, I was just saying, pointing out that Anthony Edwards overshadowed him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she definitely gave credibility to the the two accusers, Wade Robinson and Jake yeah. Safechuck. I watched the whole thing in one night. Did you? Uh, no, I watched it. I I, I did the uh, I did how HBO aired it. I did one night and then the ne- the next night. But the uh, I was certainly gung ho to watch part two because part one was just some of those bombs that they dropped in there about yeah. you know the things Michael would want the kids to do. And the uh, the fucking just the God, it makes I sense. I mean, you just wanted to watch the documentary because before the documentary, we all knew about the the trials and stuff. And even before the trials, you just watched Michael's life. I mean, no no women ever in his life, and and when there were, it was staged. You could totally it didn't seem there was no chemistry between him and um, Lisa Marie Presley or or. He never had sex with the the lady that fathered his uh, his children. So he, and, and, and the changing of his face, the surgeries, the the uh, the fact that like uh, he never had any women over to his house in uh, uh, Neverland or uh, is it Neverland? Yes, Neverland Ranch. Neverland. Yeah. And uh, you know it's just odd. Like something doesn't didn't add up. So you knew there was some sort of shenanigans happening and we wanted you wanted clarity you wanted you wanted some other information and when this documentary came out and these two accusers told their stories for uh, you know i think wade robinson was interviewed for like two days the other guy was interviewed for a day and they and they cut it all the way down into four hours of documentary uh it it was just like okay yeah this makes sense now these guys are piecing together everything and and then with oprah afterwards teaching us about uh, you know, sexual abuse and how it affects those who are abused. Like you were, you're just okay. You're like, oh, this. Yeah, no, he totally did it. Uh, this, this is it. This is Mike's life, and this, we should never fucking idolize this guy again. Yet, I did hear like when I was on the driving in my car, I heard a Michael Jackson song, and I was like, God damn, that's good. <laughs> like they were playing Michael Jackson when you were in your car. Yeah, yeah, I know. There are like on a radio station, or it came up on your like Spotify or something. I think it was on my Spotify. Or oh, yeah, freaking child molester. Well, yeah. You know, there's a bunch of radio stations that stop playing his music. Yeah, no, and and rightly so because he's a fucking sick individual, man. He's fucking. Well, loon- you know, we should have known with the Lisa Marie Presley thing when the beginning of the VMAs that year. Remember they had them come out right at the beginning and they tried to kiss and right. it looked so ridiculous. Right, and, right. And, you know, that was like. But I'll tell you the other thing, I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction the year he got inducted at the Waldorf. And I was in the press area, and he came out, and I was 10 to 15 feet away from him, and he's whiter than me. He was as white as a ghost and as frail. He had a cane, and he had two dudes, and he was just in bad shape. I, whatever his father did to him, and then whatever he did to these, you know, all these boys, it's kind of – it's it's sad because as a guy that you you loved his music, and you, but he turned out to be a real shithead, you know? Right. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Really? <laughs> yeah, good, good term, Ben. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, it it is. Uh, he's just well. You just knew as an adult. He, you knew he had to get. We're all adults. We know we have to get the poison out, and you knew he was getting the poison out somehow. And, and considering he had like a thousand kids at his Neverland Ranch every three weeks, uh, you know, we all figured, you know. One plus one equals two. It, he's touching one of these kids or he's picking them out. You know what I mean? And that's what the documentary illustrated to us. 
You know, he's I like, was, he found. I was, I was yelling at, the, at my TV when the mothers were laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you laughing at, man? Dude, how much of a piece of shit is uh, Wade Robinson's mom? Oh, my God, dude. The worst. Yeah. The worst. And him, go- not, and him at the end of She should be the one that committed suicide, not her husband. Yeah, and the kids were worried about that she was going to, her kids were worried that she was going to commit suicide. But should. how about should Wade Robinson uh, bringing his mom into therapy when Wade finally, as an adult, decided to go to therapy and try to figure all this shit out? Brings his mom into therapy and tells his mom right to the, her face, I feel nothing for you. Because that's, you took me to Neverland Right, because you took me to Neverland Ranch. Uh, you let me sleep with Michael. He did all this. He used to fucking masturbate. I put his dick in my mouth and all this shit. And you were off in uh, Michael's house just living it up, you know, drinking this wine. Woman, this woman, right, <clears throat> she becomes such a part of, like, she wants to be part of this world so bad. Right. That she leaves her husband, right? Mm-hmm. And the husband keeps telling, like, the husband knew what was going on. He knew that his kid was getting fucked. He right. knew it. Yeah. And he kept saying to her, no matter what people say, you know, it, you did everything you could and it's not your fault. He kept saying that to her. Right. So this guy was living with the torment, right? And then his other son leaves and he can't take it. And then he kills himself. Yeah. He was- you would think this woman would say, you know what? My husband just killed himself. I'm going to rally the family, keep them close, and end this shit. She doesn't. She gives her she gives her son to him even more. But I mean, what kind of parent would let a child sleep in a bed with an you know an adult? It's I, I guess ridiculous. I don't know, man. I, like I, I was watching that all that old footage of Michael with kids, and even like when he traveled to Europe, and and he always had a kid in tow, man. He always had a kid in tow. And I'm like, I'm like, how is this? How is this just like? We all just watched this, and we watched, like, the Entertainment Tonight and stuff. We saw the footage of Michael in, in Paris with some kid. Like, how did that not all just go red flag, red flag every damn time? And everybody was around him was complicit. They deserve a lot of the blame, too. Yeah. It's insane. You guys think he banged uh, Macaulay Culkin? I, I, actually, I, I don't know, man. It's like 50-50. I'm like, you know, maybe he didn't. Just so that McCully would be the voice to say that, you know, Mike never, he was always a gentleman. I don't I think he ever came out to say he didn't, right? No. Well, he defended him in, in court. McCully first court. Yeah, first, the first time. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Both Corey so. Feldman and McCully Culkin said they, that Michael never touched him. Corey they, Feldman said that? Yeah. I thought Corey Feldman said he did. Mm-mm. But Corey Feldman didn't spend the kind of time with him that McCully did. Corey Feldman's also fucking crazy, so it's not. But he's fucked up. <laughs> yes. This could be a reason why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But and what they the all? Way, but they. Macaulay Culkin has been fucked up for a long time. I mean, you know. But both of them are also in this the public. Michael Jackson. Oh, here, here, here's the uh, Lisa Marie and Michael Jackson at the uh, the MTV Video Awards in 1994. This is when they allegedly were married. Here, let me uh, let me just play this audio. This is this. You can just tell this is such bullshit. And you would say this would never last. Fucking creep. Is that your Michael Jackson? Yeah. There he is on stage with Lisa Marie. Who was bangable at the time, though? She's hot. She's hot. Yeah, I thought so, you know. 
Look at him. He's. I mean, 1994, he already started looking like a fucking statue. You know, his face was so sculpted. Can you imagine if he did live into his Wait, 60s? Wait, are you going to play in the clip? Yeah. What? I know. I'm going to go. I'm going on a little. But can you imagine? I was thinking about this because he died at 50. And when he was during those trials, we saw snapshots of him. It looked like his face was literally falling off. Like he, had, uh, he had basically withered away. Yeah. Like aluminum siding off the side of your house yeah. was just starting to yeah, fall basically. off. Like, can you imagine if, if he made it to his 60s and 70s, what his face would have looked like? Oh, my gosh. Uh. It was I, I, brutal. Again, I saw him up close. He's a freak. It's like, it would like, be, oh my he'd God. be Skeletor right now. Yeah. Worse than Paul Stanley without his makeup on. I mean, the, the two of them. It's like, did he yeah. look, Ben, did he look human in person? No. No. He looked, he, he, he was so pale white. Was he and, translucent almost? Dude, he, he, he was so pale white and he was so frail. He had a cane. And you remember, he did not perform at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like everybody does that. Right. Pulled, Madonna pulled the same crap too, but he was. You know, he wouldn't perform. I forget who they had do his songs, but he just stood there with his bodyguards and he wouldn't answer any questions from the press in the press room. Meanwhile, like Aerosmith comes out and they're ta- they're out there for like 45 minutes. He just he refused to answer any questions. And then he just walked away with some dude that looked like a Farrakhan guy. It was, you know. Right. <laughs> All right. Here's the uh, Lisa Marie and Michael Jackson uh, confessing their love at the MTV Video Music Awards in 1994. This is at Radio City. I didn't know that. Get to it, you fucking creep. Gotta have all the accolades, you fucking me, 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 I, 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 fucking skeletal dick face. Hello? Yeah, we all know you're there, dick. Welcome to the MTV Video Music Awards. She looks terrified, but he looks like she's held captive, staring at the audience, going, "Please, somebody snap this fucking snap this guy in half. Let me free. Set me free." I'm very happy to be here. And just think, nobody thought this would last. Uh. Uh, they all laughed at him. Look at that. They're all oh, laughing oh, at him. Oh, you're in when that happened? Yeah. Another kiss. Oh, yeah. There it it's is. It was a long time. Yeah. And it wasn't even a long kiss. It was like not even, what is that, five seconds and they just ran off stage? What year was that VMAs? What 94. year was it? 1994, yeah. And think about it. They had no history. They didn't have like a they. There was no backstory to their marriage. It was right. just oh, we're married, and that's that was basically it. Right. Did prob- you, I think you you said this, Chris. I think that I think you said this last night when we were talking about this. You said that you think that the, the Lisa family, Marie, yeah, Lisa Marie was was put up to it by her mother. Which, uh, what's her name again? Priscilla. 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 Yeah. yeah. Priscilla probably his Priscilla needed to sell. She needed more sales for Elvis stuff. Right, she knew that this would increase the value of all Elvis memorabilia, all Elvis, you know, music, you know, his re- recordings, all that stuff. Right, and he probably she probably got a nice payment from from Michael's estate. You know, Michael's and and yeah, like Freakland needs any more money? Come on, it's like that place is a cash machine. It's just I mean, it's crazy cash machine, but. Okay, also, yeah, well, Michael's also, a cash machine too. Also, right. she's used to a certain type of life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think there was a lull. In, in, in that 
Graceland shit because she doesn't have full control over it. So she was probably in dire straits money wise. She probably had burned through a ton of cash. What about all the money from the Naked Gun movies? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) That's all Leslie Nielsen. Also, if you you forget. if you're getting yeah. that Melissa Marie also at that same time had a little bit of a music career. Right. She was trying to launch her own career. Right. So you can totally see her mother saying, hey, this will put you on top, you know, immediately. You'll mm. be on every, you know, you'll be, it'll distract people from that. Your Elvis daughter or Michael's wife. I mean, it's horrible. These celebrities, man, there's fucked up shit going on. It really is. It's so desperate for fame. It's it's fucking crazy. Here's a little snippet of Lisa Marie. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember any of it. To be honest. <laughs> I don't. I did that music career go anywhere? I don't remember. No, it was it one album. She had. She had some videos. Bad. Yeah. She looked like her. She looked like her. Her. Her dad or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, Michael. Uh, it's amazing that he got away with this shit for so long. You know, he had it that. It wouldn't have lasted in if he if if this was happening now. Mm-hmm. I think he would have got called out. Fuck no! There's no way he could pull that off. I mean, just being being like taking like there's. I mean, you see the still shots in the documentary of like the photo shoots he's taking with the kids. Like he's got his head, like he's got his arms around uh, Jake uh, Jake Safechuck when he's like. You know, ten years old, and he's got his he, Michael's resting his chin on his head, like another like a. You, unless that's your father, you're not taking that picture. You, you're a strange man. You're taking a picture with yeah, somebody else's strange. kid. I mean, it's weird. That's a, but all right. So you believe that? Do you believe in this theory that the parents were su- the, the the parents were seduced hmm. by his celebrity, and that it's you know they're victims too? I think so. Just because the different time and i don't think like people have said it on various shows i like there's no one like michael jackson was a super superstar you know what yeah, i mean I, it doesn't happen like that anymore no like, there's no there's no beatle mania anymore right any of these musicians and i can believe they have they have their time at top and at the top and then that's it they just kind of fall apart right he was he was he was the beatles he was yeah he was he was a like, giant no one so goes this crazy for like lady gaga right Right, and the and 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 Wade Robson's, uh, you know, family, Jake Safechuck's family, they were just, you know, small town people. And right, but it, think about it. I, I get it. I get it. Like you yeah. know, the, the shadow looms large, right? Mm. You know, they, you know, this guy whisks them to to, to the U.S. and <laughs> right. wines and dines the whole family yeah. and shows them a great time, brings them to the concerts, all that stuff. Let me show hey, you I, my wish. I can see myself getting, you know, you know. You know, part I mean, pulled into that swoon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Yeah, I guarantee you could if it was uh, Noel Gallagher. Yeah, 100%. we'd never see Chris again. I hundred percent. See you later. <laughs> it's funny that Ben knows about my oh, I, oh this is fandom. Chris, 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 would you take one in the mouth for uh, if it was no. Lame? That's uh, no. All right. So like, and I was getting to that. Uh. If I have a son and Noel Gallagher says, "Hey, you know." You, I love your son. He's a great kid. Right. You know, I'm gonna, you know, help him with his career or some shit like that. But you know, why don't you have him stay with me and let him sleep in my bed? Uh, I mean, I'd fucking punch him in the face just for suggesting it. Of course you would. I yeah. mean, that's just common yeah, sense, though. You know how you feeling? Mean? Like, love, love. That's what. Yeah. 
that's Leon's income. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's where you draw the line, right? Yeah. I mean, she even said, absolutely not, right? And then he says to her, I always get what I want. And then he gets what he wanted. Right. I mean, the, the fact that, you know, all he, these parents would let the, the kids go to Neverland and hang out and he had all these secret rooms and just all this weird stuff, guy, Ferris wheel. Ben, if a guy says to you about your kid, I always get what I want, what's your reaction? Kick man? him in the nuts. Are you going to be fucking kidding me? I'm Irish and I'm from Boston. What do you think? He's sending, her, <laughs> he's sending her faxes, man. Faxes. The whole thing was yeah. so disturbing. No, he, I, I he couldn't. He grew disturbing. It was. Well, you guys agree that he groomed the parents and he sure, groomed the kid. Sure. And I, like I said, I could see how you get caught up in all that. Yeah. But the minute, fucking, he he closes the door to his bedroom with your kid inside. I'm knocking that door down. There's no. And she. There was times when she was sleeping in like the next room, man. Yeah, but he's in a in a hotel. But by that by that point, he 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 was playing at both families like a fiddle. He right. had he was locked in. I mean, right. Even right. There, right. there's even that story about how um, I believe it was Jake Jake Safe Cook Safe Cook's family right. who would pick Michael up at like some hotel in their right. own the car and, and like they would bring him to their house and he, Michael would hang out for a couple of days and. It'd be, uh, you know, and doing I get it, and that's yeah. like, and that's fine and all good and whatever. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I would, I would be totally caught up in the fact that, hey, Mike, Michael Jackson's at my fucking house, right? You know, how ridiculous, how cool is this? This is amazing. I you can't make this shit up. I get that part, right? But the fucking minute he takes your son away from you, right? You know, but that was a way that's, of that's the end, right there, man. I would never allow. But even but even uh, Jake's uh, Safe Truck's mother would say, um, you know, like I used to treat Michael like my son. I looked at him as my son. I did his laundry. I made him breakfast. Blah blah blah. So it was he was working like at that point. He he totally worked into their her trust and and on the celebrity. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he enjoyed the 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 seduction part. Fuck yeah, I'm sure he did. He was a sick fuck man. All that to get his fucking nuts off, man. He 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 was. Oh God, what a sick, good-looking little kids, man. We Anyway, isn't it weird? I mean, where's your appropriate bell on that one? Yeah, where, yeah. Where's the bell? Where's yeah, Anthony's bell? Yeah, I know. Yeah, where's Anthony? Yeah. Right. It's somewhere. There it is. There you go. <laughs> uh, the bell. Yeah. It uh, isn't it weird too that that. Uh, Wade Robson and, and Jake Safechuck were like two kids that were like, did like Michael Jackson dancing, and I feel like Mike uh, looked. He searched for kids that could do like the Thriller dance or the Billy Jean dance or the Beat It dance, and he pinpointed those kids because they were, you know, uh, was probably looking for kids and families that were obsessed. Yeah, with or he was looking for kids that he could work into. Maybe a show or something bring up on stage so he can right. use that as almost like a like a like an excuse to you know be in contact with the kid even more. Yeah. Or Look, if you're trying to bang a chick, right? Right. That you really like. Absolutely, it's a work. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking work. God. The principles don't change. <laughs> it's the same thing. When Jake Safechuck said on the fucking documentary, uh, yeah, he, he asked me to bend over and, oh, God, I was just like, what the fuck, man? The kid's seven years old. 
showing seven-year-old asshole. To, oh, Jesus Christ. It's nuts. What? Yeah, just bizarre shit. A buddy of mine that has kids was, was texting me during this, and he's like, I, I can't even believe this. And he, he's got three young boys. And I was like, I had to turn it off. That was about the time I took a break. It was like. Yeah. yeah it, it was like too much. Re- yeah, it was too much reality. It was too too much honesty. It was, it was yeah, it was it was sickening, man. And, I, and uh, the whole time I'm sitting there wondering if Michael Jackson, yeah, like sounded like this when he would masturbate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I wonder why he always made those noises on stage. I don't know. They're kind of just odd noises. Oprah asked the question, would you have done this if he was, if he was uh, still alive? What do you think? Uh, of the, of the, like, Wade Robson? What do you mean? Yeah. Say that again. They have done it. Well, they have come forward and, and talked about this if he was still alive. Ooh. Uh, see, I didn't see that part. Um, I, would have, I would imagine at some point they would have. But Wade Robson said he was going to go go to the grave with it, so maybe not. What do you think? I don't know, that's a good question. I didn't see that part either. Who knows? I mean, he, they if Michael would have probably given him money and say, "Don't say anything," he probably just paid him off. Right, they, so they were going to bring it up. That guy Robson said that you know he, if he was still alive, he'd probably continue the the whole the lie of convincing him yeah to keep lying keep lying you know what i mean right i think it would i think that's probably correct that oh, wade man. robson by the way uh is the guy who broke up justin timberlake and britney spears get out of here really because he banged britney spears in her I didn't prime know that. how about that how about right, that I, I, how about is that, that? Real? is that real that is true that is absolutely yeah. true how about that for a resume? Guys got guys got moves. Michael Jackson and Britney Spears at the top of their he game. Used, <laughs> he used Michael Jackson type skills to lure her in. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a unique resume of. Uh, you think he told Britney, "Hey, I fucked Michael Jackson." Come on. Yeah. It'll help your career out, Britney. Maybe yeah. get more hits out of it. Like you it think was the biggest star I fucked. I fucked Michael Jackson. Yeah, it was Come the on. it was the oops, I did it again days, man. It wasn't yeah. like the crazy Britney days. No, it was hot. It, young, yeah, it was that that leather, that red skin tight fucking outfit she was wearing. Oh god, with the snake, with the snake around her at the VMAs. Snake, that, of, that performance, yeah. fuck yeah, that's that what too, yeah. that's what Wade put around her neck. Fucking Christ! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy uh, how like the, the uh, Michael Jackson fans. Blow me away. Like the ones that are just, you know, just blindly like, behind them. he didn't do it. This is horseshit. Wade. Like they would, I feel like a lot of them, they wouldn't even like kind of want to watch the documentary and give these guys the benefit of the doubt or at least watch them with an open mind going, maybe these guys are telling the truth. Maybe they're not. You know what I mean? Because it's the same, if you, it's the same type of people that still say OJ didn't do it. Because if you're watching, right. Yeah, it's true. But if if you're watching that documentary and you're 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 watching these two guys talk about their experiences with the Michael Jackson, you're like, they, they, I mean, if if this is a work and these guys are lying, they are tremendous actors. 
because they're doing a really good job right here explaining yeah, a story. You, it's very you, detailed. When you're, when you're lying, you can't be that type of detail. Right. That, mean, that that's good. what I'm saying. You know, and I feel like if I, an op, uh, you know, and an to Uber, find two people that can go into detail like that is extremely difficult to do. Yeah, and I'm an Uber Michael Jackson fan watching that has to. You have to if you're if you're a stable-minded human being, you have to go. You know what? I think Mike did it. <laughs> I think Mike did this shit. You know, I mean, he would, he had a candy store in his fucking Neverland Ranch. He had a goddamn candy store. Who has a full I mean, a fully stock? Surprisingly, a lot of celebrities who have a movie theater in their house. Mm. All have that type of thing, like uh, yeah, but you know it's it's not equipped with a. Like I've been know. I've been to Nick Cannon's house. He has a he has a he has a candy store in his house, really, and he has oh. someone who works there. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> he has somebody who works in a candy store in his house. And Nick walks into the candy store, right? Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she works behind the counter. Mm. She serves you anything that she has behind the counter, right? Otherwise. It's help yourself type stuff, you know, like with the with the bags and you shovel the candy from the from the you know bins and then you put them in the plastic bag. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so like that's and there's a person that helps you with anything, and she works there. She has hours. That's crazy. I wonder how much he pays her. Who knows? You know, health benefits, everything. Dude, she and. it's crazy. I mean, like he and he has everything in that candy store. Every any kind of candy you ever imagined is in that candy store. So it's like Dylan's candy here. Yeah, in New York. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I wonder if Justin Timberlake was watching that uh, leaving I've, Neverland. I've heard, I've heard that from several you know people that've been to homes where there's a candy store or or, or a candy popcorn counter, and all or a candy stuff. counter type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but Michael also, you know, he had he had the llamas, he had a zoo, he had a yeah, guy. he had a fucking, he had a, he had a fucking, he had great adventure in the safari. He had the, he had what he called the wishing tree in his backyard where he used to. He had climb. an elephant. He had a tiger. Yeah, that's I mean, insane. And uh, how is that even legal to have like a tiger in in the, in the United States? Because you register in, in as a, like you register as a zoo. I think that you have. Licensed zookeepers and on your property, and the property is large enough, you can keep uh, exotic animals on it. Uh, I, I have a feeling. I mean, the red flag for me, if I were a parent and I was at Neverland Ranch and my son was, we were walking around. It would be the nine different locks on the on the bedroom door of Michael Jackson's bedroom. Like he had nine locks. Why do you need nine locks? My son's not going into a room because you have nine locks on your door. Because he was, I think they said it like he was always he was always afraid somebody was going to come in. He was always afraid that someone's going to see him. So see him naked, win- like per- he just had a, alone. He had a window in his room mm. that can see anyone coming from down the road. Right, and he like the, it, what was also strange about his bedroom described in the documentary is that he had like in his bedroom he had another like staircase to another loft bed. So like. There almost could be like four people sleeping in one bedroom, but he like he had like a loft in there, which was strange. Right, oh, man. Uh, Wade's sister slept. One, um, right, yeah. As Wade was downstairs with Michael in the lower bed, and she was in the upper bed. He had to get dressed fast, right? You know, he trained if, if some, some, Yeah, he trained him. It was just fucked up stuff. I mean, and then, I, and then, the, I think the worst part, the worst description of what was going on was when. That guy Jake was talking about 
where he had sex with Mike Michael Jackson all over the all over the street. <laughs> right. Do you remember that? Yeah, it like, was about, everywhere. Yeah, we had sex in there. We had you know we you know he had the, a train station in his. You know, we had sex in there. I mean, it was like, oh my god! Every place so, other than the pond. He, yeah, I think he know, nailed it. Every a, fucking. This is like a, this. This sounds like you know, like a a couple that a couple that uh, does well financially and buys his house, and then they christen every room in the house. That's what this fucking guy was doing. He was christening every part of that fucking place. Maybe Michael Jackson. Boy. Maybe Michael Jackson was reliving the sex for Sam. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. not bring that. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was getting points. He was on a point system. He got a point system. Two point conversions. He won that contest. Three fucking Sam Adams for a year. He would have killed all of us. It wouldn't have even been close. He would have blown. You would have put all five of our teams together, and he'd still kill us by a mile on that one. Good God. Yeah, oh but you know what? He tried. He tr- he got greedy. I feel like Michael Jackson with the kid stuff. He went with for the kid with uh, who had cancer. That's what fucked him up. That's what brought all this the whole thing down. Is that he was spending a lot of time with a kid with cancer. Right. Yeah. It's sad, it's sad dude. It's Ooh. that's why I got so pissed off when the parents started laughing. I was like, you, you got to be fucking kidding me. Stop well, fucking laughing, man. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I'm the brother Wade, Wade Wade's brother when he says. Chris, you there? Go ahead, Chris. You're breaking up. Go ahead. Oh no! I hope we. I hope we didn't lose him. I think we lost. Uh, did you? You guys yeah, broke up. Guy, Go ahead. Guy's wife. Everyone. Everyone stopped talking to her. The guy's wife won't allow her to see his kid. Oh yeah, that's right. The mother. The mother of Wade uh, Robson. Right. right. Yeah. 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 His Wade, Wade's wife won't allow the kid. You know, in the in the same room as. Uh, as a mom, yeah, Which, no. Fucking, I would do the same thing. I would completely tell his mother to live the rest of her life in fucking agony. And to to boot, right? The director on the Oprah thing, the director says that the mother told him to fast forward through the parts where he was describing the sexual abuse. Like, no you, shit, you fucking yeah. cunt! Yeah. You can't face the music now. Right. Fucking listen to what this guy what this guy went through. Listen to it. You contributed to this. Own up to it, man. Yeah, and this fucking is fucking mend the fence between you and your son. This is your life's mistake right here. You need to hear it. I mean, she I mean, she, she's going to fucking she's going to get annihilated, man. People are going to be hate, sending her hate mail for fucking a long time. They're yeah. Find her. And they're going to fucking shit all over. She's better off going into witness protection. She should. She should fucking go back to Australia. <laughs> and is it is it true that neither one of those kids, those uh, Wade or Jake, were paid for this documentary? They're not. They're not making money no, off of this, right? Nope. Nope. So is this was it just like a therapy thing for them? And I'm shocked they didn't take any money. I didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't take money. Um, uh, I think when I, from what I read, I think. There was like a fee that was contributed to an organization or something like that, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the Jackson family—they're going crazy over this. Yeah. They're, they're, didn't they file a lawsuit? Yeah, because this is uh, this this puts their future earnings in, in jeopardy. Right. So that's why they're suing. That is all the, that the real is, talented part of the family. There, I heard that estate made four hundred fifty million dollars last year alone. The Michael Jackson. So that's a lot of money. Obviously, they're going to sit there. The brothers all fucking soul glowed out. 
they're just gonna sit there. I don't even know. I don't even know if they get a bulk of that. I don't think they. I think they get some kind of stipend from the estate. Yeah, the, the kids. The kids have all the money. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever it is, man. Those brothers are certainly sitting there defending it. I mean, they did an interview right before the oh, like a, like a month before the documentary came out. I heard it on on the news this morning, and they were just you know blindly going, "Oh, it's untrue." Michael was Which, this. Michael one? loved kids. Blah 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 blah. I forget what show it was from, but it it, it sounded so like ignorant because was it, they didn't was even it all the brothers or all of them. Like, yeah, it was like Marlin and. Fucking Tito and Jermaine. <laughs> yeah, it was but Tito and Jermaine have been the real outspoken ones. Right. They've been all pissed Meanwhile, off. Meanwhile, Jermaine and his brother's relationship were like was fractured. Yeah, I mean Jermaine, if you remember, they were because Jermaine married Barry Gordy's daughter. That all got broken up, and Jermaine reunited with them at Motown Twenty Five up at the Apollo. That was right. the first time they had been on stage together in a long time. And actually, even though we're talking what a sick f Michael was. It was a great performance when you really – it was. <laughs> now, I'm saying hey, that. It was great. It was great at the time. Now that I know what I know, oh, I, I – and I was – I'm a huge Michael fan. But now I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I'll I, never I'm listen so, to Billie Jean ever again. Just, How crazy so, was it that um, – That was my favorite song for yeah, a long time. Mine too. That uh, Jake Safechuck had the Thriller jacket. Like Michael, we brought him into his bedroom and, and told. Yeah, I, think, I think the 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 thing with that is there was a lot of thriller jackets. Yeah, I know too. Yeah, I was thinking that, that too. Guy would, that, guy, <laughs> that guy would hand out those thriller jackets just you know like it was nothing. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah, like a business card. Yeah, you know, kind of like Derek Jeter with the gift bags when <laughs> yeah. Derek Jeter would yeah, bang, yeah, bang the consolation yeah. prize. Yeah. <laughs> he would get down to his. The, he would be like, "Okay, my driver will take you home." There'd be a gift bag and autograph ball and like a jersey and. All that stuff. So that was Michael's gift, the thriller jacket. Right. Get the hell out. So at the so at the end of the documentary, when you see the images of them burning all the Michael Jackson memorabilia that they received from Michael personally, I guess it's really not that big of a deal because and by the way, there's many like it. Know, who knows if these mothers were telling the truth, man? Maybe they did have some kind of fucking arrangement. Well, they, I mean, the, the I believe uh, the Safechuck family got a house. Off of it, yeah. They 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 would be gifted with shit Bruh. constantly. Where do you think that comes from, Karen? You think that just comes from hey, you know, we become friendly, or the fact that you know that I'm fucking your kid? <laughs> here's, some, here's a here's a fucking couple million dollars of hush money. Yeah, uh, I wonder if there keep was up, like keep up the appearances, like a like an invoice of sexual favors that are on a list. And he's like, I right, did five blowies last week. Uh, here's a car or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, she really should. She really should pay some kind of consequence. Uh, go to jail. If I'm those That's, two, you know, if I'm those two mothers, man. I'm just drinking a whole shitload of wine, just waiting for death. Because it, it, emotionally, it's, it's got to be a lot of fucking hurt inside there. Notice that the guilt. father. The, notice that the the other guy's father didn't didn't do it. Well, he's the one. Wade's dad died, like hung himself. Wade's right? dad, Wade's dad committed suicide. That's what I was saying earlier. Hmm. Is that I think he knew about it, and that's what he couldn't live with. Right, and he hung himself. Well, didn't he have all sorts of problems too? Didn't he yeah, have bipolar well, and all that stuff? Well, so yeah, that well, doesn't help. I mean, that it doesn't help. But mess but everything up. But I think that he probably because I think when he was telling his wife, whatever they do or whatever they say about you, you know, <laughs> know that it's not your fault. And then he fucking killed himself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just pimping out your kids like that. It's just, I don't know. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately it's not, you know, I can't, not the, I, there's not the only case of this, man. It, there's other shit going on like this too, man. Uh, it was a thriller jacket. Leroy Jenkins coming in the chat room. Chris looks like a lot different this week. Uh, people just see the <laughs> people see Ben. Yeah, on a lot it. better. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Ben, looking at my face. Ben Sparks is uh, joining us. Uh, former radio producer extraordinaire and Chris. Yeah, old friends. This is like the old crew right here. This is this is really a lot of fun. Is. We did a lot of reminiscing actually on this show in the past week. We had Josh Gogan on on. On uh, Friday, and Rock actually came out of the woodwork to do a Friday show, which was weird. Yeah, so it's been kind of fun uh, the last couple of days on the uh, the Lunatic Radio shows. Yeah, uh, the Michael, yeah, Leaving Neverland. If you haven't seen it, HBO, uh, fucking go, fucking watch it, man, and you will look at Michael Jackson completely differently if you haven't already. But this get one of those bags you get on a plane, one of those barf bags, because you might have to barf. I thought I was going to a couple times. It was just so yeah. graphic. Like, the, yeah, the, 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 the there's two instances in the, in part one where you just it, 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 one from Jake where he's, it's the butthole shit and Michael just jack off to my butthole, and the other one was from Wade when when uh, he described showering with Michael Jackson and Michael, you know, putting his fucking you know schlong in his seven-year-old seven-year-old mouth oh god damn when wade said that i was like i might have to fucking yeah, kept saying i was seven years old i was yeah they, they kept on repeating i was seven and he goes imagine a grown man's penis in a seven-year-old mouth i believe he said it almost pretty much like that and it was just like that it's just i i guarantee when michael jackson masturbated it sounded like that I almost guarantee it. You're convinced. You're convinced. I'm almost. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's get, let's get Wayne, Wayne yeah. Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Let's find out. Maybe. Let's let this settle for a couple of years, and then I'll invite Wade on the. I would love to I ask ben him. Can get him and get him as a guest. I would, I, yeah, I would love to ask him that. I mean, I, you know, just you know, we might have to, you know, yes, I would love to know. Yep. Just a dumb thing. You know, it's interesting, though. Thinking about this, have those guys done any other press this week since this has aired? I mean, it's only Wednesday, but I haven't seen them on any of the other oh, what talk shows. Or- what? They did Oprah. What uh, else is left to do? Well, you know, it was on HBO, but I mean, you know, I, I'm just like, you know, what's surprised the Today Show or Good Morning America or something hasn't tried to. Once you do Oprah, man, everything else is just. But it was it, Oprah on HBO. I mean, right. it's not Oprah on a real show they, on ABC. I think they streamed it for free. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah, but, I think they let people watch it for free, the Oprah thing. But, I mean, these guys, I mean, they're going to be tormented for the rest of their lives. I mean, it's just going to be I, – I feel bad for them. I mean, that sucks. Well, what I'm waiting for now that the documentary came out is more, more accusers, more this and that. Well, I wonder – you know, if, I feel like that's just a norm for that to happen. It might open the floodgates, yeah, probably. Right. And you know, you got to think there's more, right? you got to think there's – it's got to be more. Has to be. I mean, I mean they, those videos of him. I remember. You know, he'd have that trolley driving around Neverland. I mean, I remember all this growing up because I was I mean, a big he, Michael fan. How and many yeah. one night stands you think uh, he had? Oh my god, with kids. How many STDs do you think Michael had? I mean, that's yeah. another scary thing. Oh my. God. Well, how many times? How many times? He was just banging kids. Yeah, that's true. I, I, he wasn't getting that's, that's clean. Yeah. Safe sex. You don't think he ever? He ever did older guys? 
Fapping, fapping wasn't a practice back then, and you know you had no, to get, Michael got the poison that, out right? a lot. The last time he had a sexual experience with that uh, with that kid Wade, he was fourteen. Yeah, okay, so no. And then he cut him off. They never had sex again, right? Because he he found a new fucking kid. Yeah, yeah. He needed a kid. He needed a kid. Here's the other thing I want to. I mean, he's farming kids at Neverland. (laughs) Exactly. Farming them, but he he, but he had a huge staff at Neverland. I mean, that's a big complex. Sure. I mean, people had to know about those this. guys are complicit, man. They all had probably they probably signed all NDAs. Yeah, non disclosure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they couldn't say anything. Yeah, you're right. Which is crazy, but it, it's just it's whatever. <laughs> it's fucking it, it crazy. It, 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 yeah. And uh, the other one, I mean, it's it's like the week of the pe- uh, the pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's a weird week, people. Because I mean, we've been talking about R. Kelly for like the last three months, basically. Yeah, but it's like like the, the you know Sunday and Monday of this week is the leaving Neverland. Michael Jackson were inundated with comments and this and that, Twitter wars, and then boom, here it comes. What is it? Wednesday. Uh, you know, fucking R. Kelly loses his shit to the the Gale fucking whatever the hell her name is. It's, it's hilarious because it was Oprah. Oprah doing this thing on HBO, and now it's Gail King. Gail King, who was in the audience uh, for that Leaving Neverland uh, post oh, document. Yeah, she was in the audience. Um, They're an Oprah, man. They got a, they got uh, a strong bond. Yeah, they, they, yeah. I tell you what, though. Never heard anything about that. I, wa- I watched a half hour of that Oprah thing, and I was like, man, this Oprah, man, she just has, she hasn't missed a beat. She's fucking great. She's great Except at what she Weight Watchers. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't missed a, missed a beat or a burger in a while. In her 60s now, she can look good any way she wants. Yeah, no, no, but I'm talking about, did you hear what happened? Uh, no. She lost a huge amount of money the other day because Weight Watchers took a took a 30% dive in oh. stock. Yeah. So oh, yeah. She, I mean, not much money <laughs> for her. It's a chink in the armor for her. Right. <laughs> a mere bag of shells, as the boys yeah. used to say. Yeah. Uh, here is uh, R. Kelly. Was on CBS this morning with Gail King. Is that her name, Gail King? Yes. Uh, yeah, and the singer denies uh, sex abuse allegations. You believe he has ten, right? In this case, coming up, is it ten? I think I think it was a lot more than that. <laughs> it's a lot, whatever it is. It's a big number. I forget the actual number, but if convicted, he made, I, reference, was... he made reference to fifty at some point. <laughs> like, like I said, every day you got to get the poison out. So there's a lot out there. Uh, don't forget about Kevin Spacey. He's 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 not on their level. He's not on the That's pedophile level. Kevin Spacey is now <laughs> what Kevin Spacey did compared to these two. Yeah, it's fucking laughable. Yeah, he, he he is in the he's in a ball. These guys are fucking hitting yeah. on. These guys are Barry Bonds on steroids of the pedophile game. All right, here's uh, R. Kelly losing his shit to Gail King on CBS this morning. So I think the point you're making is. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. That, Why would I? Well, I'm, I'm How stupid would never held anybody? R. Kelly? With all the answer to that is pretty my... fucking stupid. You dick. Way, <laughs> <laughs> way past to hold somebody, let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said. What? How stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you were That's stupid, guys. Yeah. I didn't is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't 
Forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, oh, right now I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert. He he's it's building up. It's just building up. He's got about the he's still sitting at this point. They're sitting across from each other, you know. Uh and he's about to lose his shit. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. Y'all. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> and there's there's the there's the tear jerker. There's the line that produces the waterworks. Yeah. How do I feel like that's gonna make your soundboard? <laughs> My life, man. <laughs> That's the model of my fucking podcast, yo. You should, start, you should actually do something at the beginning of the show with that clip. <laughs> hey, let me go back a little bit. Let me go. That is a gem. That is. Oh, yeah, that's a keeper, man. That's that's, that's the clip they played during the uh, preview to win an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, tell me with this. <laughs> Robert. 30 years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. You killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. Wow. You don't want to believe it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. I hope this camera keep going. No, we're gonna. This let is the not true. This is not, doesn't even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? He's getting his makeup done. Like the guys are prepping him. Like kind of, he's sweating, so they're trying to get the sweat off his face. Gail's sitting in front of him, and he's not even looking at her. Like it doesn't even matter that she's in the room anymore. He's just looking directly at the camera that's still rolling, and he's talking to it. You know, just trying to get his message out there. Oh man. And their mothers and fathers told me we're going to destroy your career. But Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. It's real young girls out there being abducted, being raped. Yeah, he, yeah fucking R. Kelly used to fucking put them in rooms. And then he would stick like a Home Depot bucket in the corner. And they would be like, pee in that, bitch. God damn, he had them pee in Home Depot buckets. Home Depot buckets. Okay? They really are on chains. They really do have chains on He's literally describing everything that he did. They are on their wrists, and they can't get out. Robert, and they're ending up buried <laughs> in Robert, Robert, we have to have a conversation, really. I, I don't want you just ranting at the camera. <laughs> well, I, think I came here for them to hear me okay, talk. But I need help. What kind of help? This is the kind of help I need. <laughs> Chris, you want to interject? He needs help. What kind of help stop, does he need? Stop pissing on little girls. Yeah, that's, there's that's, uh, that's, that's the only type of help you need. Yeah, stop flying. It's funny how he said, "I need help." Yeah, you do. Stop doing concerts in Ethiopia, trying to recruit the entire crowd onto a fucking G four airplane. <laughs> you ever hear that audio? That was that's insane. What he does. Yeah. What kind of help? I need somebody to help me not have a big heart. Because my heart is so big. People betray me, and I keep forgiving them. Yeah, apparently he needs uh, help uh, curing his big heart. What type of big heart do you have? 
when you're basically defiling women? Like, what kind of what maybe, kind of big heart is that? Uh, maybe he uh, Gail cut him off. In the off. beginning of the interview, the beginning of the interview, he says, "Yeah, I mistreated women. You know, I'm guilty of mistreating women. Right. You know, but not of not these accusations. You know, and I apologize for the way I, you know, for the way I treated them, dude." You don't have a big heart. You were fucking women. You were fucking defiling them. And, you know, you paid them off or you had them, you know, whatever. The, they just wanted to get the fuck out. So you did whatever you did. They signed whatever they had to sign so that you wouldn't be able to fucking, they wouldn't be able to do anything to you. But he's fucking, it's so obvious this guy's guilty. Right. Yeah. And, and by the way, there was like one that was in the ballpark of being legal, and she was like seventeen. The rest were younger, weren't they? Right. <laughs> so this is like I, a no-brainer. There's, there's two things. Why would he do this interview? Like, who in their right mind would let him? What publicist would let him do this? I think it's, I, a, it's a Kevin Spacey scenario. Like Kevin Spacey was held up in his Baltimore residence for so long. It's the same thing with R. Kelly, like all this shit, the documentary and all the all these people talking shit about him. He's not getting out, uh, you know, in the public. He doesn't have a form. He want, he just and this is his first time in front of a camera where he could speak to his audience on a massive scale. And he just exploded. Yeah, it's, it's that thing. It's that thing when they say, you know, let me get let me get in front of a camera. I got nothing to hide. You know what I mean? And they think by doing this shows everybody that he's not guilty. But right. it only reinforces the fact that he's completely fucking right. guilty in this shit. Because he lost his fucking mind. He I just, thought he was going to hit Gail King when I saw it this morning. I was like, oh my God, he's going to punch Gail yeah, King. Yeah, yeah. He got right up on He did everything but, man. You sound Even like you're some playing. spittle hit her face. <laughs> the victim here. You sound like R. Kelly. You do. When I listen to you, it doesn't like By the way, Kim, pause for a second. Yeah. When you watch that clip, the funniest part of it is when they're like patting down his face, like they're patting down his tears. Right, with yeah. The fucking sponge. Because they're just soaking it up. It's hilarious to watch that. <laughs> yeah. How even in this moment, he's getting pampered by fucking people. It's hilarious. Yeah. And he's he's like emotionally like losing his mind, yet they're still trying to, you know, clean the fucking the sweat off his face. So he looks good on camera. Uh, by the way, rock checking in. Kieran is slowly trying to phase Chris out. It's messed up because Chris is not on camera anymore. It's Ben's part. It's a good move. It's a yeah. good move uh, on Kieran's part. That's, that's what I'll say. I told Chris put the camera on him. Uh, yeah, no, Change this things is up, man. Change things up. <laughs> you know what, though, I gotta say that that hmm. R. Kelly thing that could be my favorite clip interview clip so far this year when when he got up and he started screaming. Uh, first time I saw it this morning, I had to watch that like ten times. I was laughing so hard, I, just out of his mind. Yeah. That will be that will be in, in the end of the year when they do the countdown of some of the best highlights of the year. That will be right up there, yeah, no I, doubt in my mind. Absolutely. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. Y'all. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> y'all killing me with this. <laughs> I got here thirty years. Uh, you trying to kill me? Uh, You're killing me, man! <laughs> <laughs> ah, fucking R. Kelly. You know what sucks about R. Kelly is that he'll never get on the level of Michael Jackson with this shit. <laughs> he'll always be second fiddle pedophile guy. He'll be second fiddle music artist. 
It sucks. But you, you don't you think that he'll get a lot more attention on this now because of the Michael Jackson thing? Uh, I'm sure. Now the media will turn that. I mean, look, Jackson's dead. They can't do anything there. <laughs> so they'll they'll just the media will just, especially after this fucking thing, they're just they're just gonna go at him even harder. Well, yeah. I mean, w- once the trial opens up, man, it's and now, by the way, uh, even after this, he's back in jail now because he oh, failed to pay child support. So. At this current moment, as we do the show on on Wednesday here, uh, in this you know interview coming out this morning at CBS this morning, he was put back in jail later on Wednesday afternoon because he didn't he failed to play uh, child support. So he's he yeah, did the interview. Grand. What a bad he's day! Saying, what I'm saying, I'm tr- I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids. <laughs> Meanwhile, dude, you're fuck. You, you have millions of dollars. Pay fucking child support. What's wrong with you? Uh, did, did you guys, either you guys see also, so they, you know, they had asked Gail after the interview, they said to Gail, you know, were you ever worried that he was going to hit you? And she said, no, but she said, you know, when I got there, he, I guess he was in the Trump building in Chicago, mm. Trump nice. Tower, Perfect. lives in the Trump Tower, <laughs> but he has a Huge. Christmas tree. He, he still has his Christmas tree in his living room. So Gail goes, what's that about? He goes, well, it's a tribute to my mother. I leave it up year round. So this, you know, there's something wrong with him severely. I, th- I mean, it just seems weird to have a Christmas tree up all year. But that was his hey, excuse. Ben, come on, Christmas what? can be celebrated every day. It's all year round. Come like on. Festivus? Yeah. To be honest with you, I haven't. Ta- I haven't. Every ta- day is Christmas. Come yeah. on. Okay. To be honest with you, I, I, just I haven't taken down my Christmas tree yet. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually that's true. Shut up, really? That is yeah. true. It's, yeah, I'm staring it at it right yeah. now. I can see it. I yeah. was just in Arizona two, what, three weeks ago. Yeah, it's still, still there. there, Chris. I thought I was going to take it down this weekend, but I was like, ah, fuck it. I like the way it looks when I uh, light it up at night. It night makes it's the apartment look nice. Horrible. Kieran, you realize it is March 6th. I know. <laughs> and by the way, it's 80 degrees outside here. The fuck you. You know what the temperature is here? 26. It's here. Yeah, yeah I know. 20 degrees. 20 degrees. Dude, it's March. What's happening? It's March. What happens in New York all the time. There was one last late winter fucking blitz you know what i mean amateur hour day is is only it's like two weeks away fucking saint patty's day amateur hour oh, day God. it's what's t- that what's amateur hour day? it's saint amateur patty's hour? day saint patty's amateur day hour, yeah it's, it's yeah. that new year's eve is another one it's i didn't know that they call it amateur hour day. i just made it up okay. and it was really bad hold on oh i thought it was a real thing because because men look like he knew about it yeah of course <laughs> well it is amateur hour yeah it is I it's mean, like when you go to a wedding, you know, you get you get people at a wedding that don't ever drink and they have like 10 drinks and right. they're falling down and they're doing stuff. St. Patrick's Day is just a shit show. It's on a Sunday. The parade here in New York is on Saturday. Dude, Manhattan's going to be a mess of throw up. It's going to be a mess of throw up, especially on a Sunday. When it drops on a Sunday with that parade, it's going to be a mess. I wouldn't leave. Well, you got to play. You got to play. Uh, you know, hopscotch between the puke, you know, it's like, but, 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 and Boston's just as crazy too, but people will celebrate starting on, you know, the Friday before and Sunday. It'll be Monday. It'll be great seeing if you're in a corporate office, see how much work some of the people will be getting done on Monday. It's like the day after the Super Bowl. It's right. a joke. Right. I, I, I tell people that own companies, I'm like the day after the Super Bowl, just give people the day off. You know, it's like, it's, it's worthless. You know, so should be about that. Well, they should have the Super Bowl the week before, anyways, because it is a holiday the day right. after. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. That's true. Oh uh, yeah, Rock, Rock is just hammering me in the chat room there. What's huh? he saying? I don't know about what. He's, uh, I don't know what he's doing. 
What's he hammering you about? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe Rock is jealous when I have other people on the shows. <laughs> I don't. I do know. notice that he gets a little He's He's territorial. Like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing on your Wednesday show, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, R. Kelly, uh, Michael Jackson leaving Neverland. It is some great stuff. It's great and stuff. And back-to-back days. That's what Chris – I think Chris said that. It's like my, the Michael stuff airs on Sunday, and then you got this – well, that's actually – but there was rumors about this R. Kelly interview coming out on Monday. And so it was like within a few days, you've had two crazy, disgusting stories. Pretty funny. It's good for people like us because we can sit here and laugh. Going back to the uh, Michael Jackson thing, I kind of believe Macaulay Culkin was never touched, but I feel like that goddamn. If you look, if you just look at Corey Feldman from the outside and you see how his life has progressed, and you see how like eccentric he is, and he has like the the angel girls, he has like some sort of angel girls, and it makes up his band. And like less people know about his music than than like my ra- this radio show right here. Um, He's a little odd. Like Corey's a little odd, and I, I feel like it would just be my guess, just by looking at the life of Corley Feldman, that he, I think he's lying a bit. I think his time spent with Michael Jackson, he could be one of those guys that's like Wade Robson back in the day, which just sheltering that shit and just going along with the lie forever. And I feel like if you look at at Corey Feldman, it's like eating him inside. You know what I mean? What, anybody yeah, with me on that? He is a whack job, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know what else I just thought of? Remember, Michael used to hang out with Webster. Remember oh my god, <laughs> that is right, <laughs> fucking Webster. Holy shit! That that is holy name? shit! Oh, god. Uh, Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. Something Emmanuel, wasn't it? Uh, something Emmanuel. Emmanuel Lewis. Emmanuel Lewis. Emmanuel Lewis. Oh yeah, my he's God! Forever a kid, no matter how old he gets. Yeah, he used to hang out with him too. Yeah. And maybe like, and they were like older looking, young. They were older, right? They were like, if they were eighteen, they looked like kids anyway, right? It was something weird about Gary Coleman. He had like some sort of midget disease. And uh, yeah, that so is did, not the way so to put it. Emmanuel in this Lewis. Thing. <laughs> Some sort of <laughs> that is not the way to put it. That was uh, that is just oh! that's all right. No one listens anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the other other than the uh, pedophile uh, Olympics, we uh, also had some deaths. Uh, Keith Flint of um, oh yeah, the guy from uh, Prodigy. 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 Yeah, who was. Uh, I guess he hung himself or killed himself. Is that true? Yeah, you know what? I want to ask everybody something because I was thinking about this. What's been going on with all these musicians killing themselves? Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington. I think I think it's a reaction to long-term drug abuse. What do you think? Could be that. Yeah. Well, you look at those three all had issues. So, yeah, that could be a good point. Or they just they could have done enough drugs in their time to just basically, you know, have deteriorated <laughs> – sensibilities and, 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 you know, be able to deal with emotion and trauma. Or maybe they... It's a lot lately. It's weird. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that that same question. I was was wondering maybe they just don't want to be old rockers, you know, like... That's one thing, and, like, their success is not what it was. Right, and it's never going to match. Right, right. So, yeah. Somehow, uh, 
I mean, because Chris Cornell, the night he died, if you read some of the articles. Billy Corgan continues to live. live. (laughs) Chris has some problem with Billy Corgan. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins? He he doesn't have Smashing Pumpkins. I tell you what, I have listened to the entire Smashing Pumpkins catalog, you know, just in utter boredom. And there's There's three good songs. There's not much there. There really isn't much there. I'm disappointed because I just bought no Gallagher tickets. Hmm. And Smashing Pumpkins is on the ticket with them. Really? Who's headlining? Noel Gallagher, of course. Come on. Noel is, he is really? over, over Smashing Pumpkins? <laughs> guy, listen, put it, you guys don't understand. He, he's, he's on an uptick. He sold out Radio City Music Hall. You don't think he could sell out Jones Beach? I'll touch it. Well, I, I don't, is I it Jones Beach? He's doing Jones Beach, yeah, with Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, wow. and, and another band called AFI. I don't know. AFI, AFI, yeah, they're no good. They suck. Yeah. yeah. But it's I shitty, saw Smashing Pumpkins. It's a shitty ticket, man. I was a little disappointed. I went and saw him over, I think, in July or sometime over the summer at Madison mm. Square Garden, and I left. I, I was just like, it, it was just the pacing was bad, and I actually do like him, but I was just like, I made it through 70%, and I was just like, ugh. It's just, it, Billy's a weirdo, and they just, their set list was Billy's a weirdo. He is a weirdo. He came out like I'm some sure dress thing. What's that? So I'm much. sure he is. Yeah, no, not you. Not yeah, no. He, he came out in like some weird dress thing, and he was. It was just bizarre. I think if, if you were on acid, that show would have been great because they had some great visual stuff. But mm. uh, it wasn't. Uh, and I'd seen them way back in college in a nightclub, and you know they were kind of like the next big thing. But yeah, you know, I kind of agree with them. They've, they've kind of. I don't know. I don't, I've never heard anybody say that they went to a Smashing Pumpkins concert and they sounded fantastic. I've never heard anybody <laughs> say that. I mean, look, he has a unique voice, but his songs are not that good. That's the problem. They're good you know? on. They're good on the studio versions. The album versions right. are good. Well, like so I'm saying, like there's maybe a handful of right. r- good, a really good Smashing Pumpkins. It's right. certainly, it's certainly not like tonight, going to see like a radio. Whatever, radio that's the biggest, biggest one, right? 1979 was a big hit. That was a big one too. Today was a big hit. Right. I guarantee you that that concert you bought a ticket for to see Noel Gallagher and uh, the Smashing Pumpkins, I, it's co-headlining. It's got to be co-headlining. Yeah, maybe co-headlining, but you know, Noel's definitely closing the New York shows and all the big cities, except for Chicago, because that's probably where they're from. Mm. I think that's where Billy, right? Yes, they're from Chicago. Yeah, yeah so he'll probably close out that show. But I think the I mean, look, he has a career going on. Noel Gallagher. He's he's you know his album, his last two albums went platinum. You know he's he's doing fine, dude. That song I told you, the song that you two came out to on the last tour, that was the song that they get, is an awesome. What's the name of it? Um, <laughs> um, fuck, why can't I think of it? The what song, song? that the last song before they took the stage was that Noel Gallagher. The, the big goes to my brain. Oh, you know what? Why I got Ben here because Ben is like a music expert. Yeah, the should Oasis be in the Rock and Roll Hall? Of Fame? Yes, not even a question. We were debating this. Kieran said, "No way." Uh, no, no, I didn't say no way. I didn't. I did not say that. But okay. I, I did question the fact that their longevity in the states longevity. solely. They did fucking. They had twelve albums, and they they were together for. But they were they're twenty years. Well, you would agree with me that they're more of a giant band overseas than they are in the United there States. Is, Am I correct well, or not? What is the fucking qualifications for the Rock and Roll Hall? By the way, Leroy Jenkins, very good call. Oh no, here comes the Oasis segment. That's on the- right. This is the segment <laughs> of the show we talk about. 
<laughs> the god that is Noel Gallagher, right? That's, yeah. <laughs> you're going to like it, Leroy. How you feeling? Godlike. Good. Thanks for coming by. Pleasure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I think if fucking if fucking goddamn Green Day's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, fuck it. Oasis should have been in there a long time ago. What? What's your problem with Green Day? Nothing's a problem with Green Day, but Oasis. Green came Day stinks. Be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's no way Green Day should be in there. Radiohead's going in this year, right? Yes. Yeah, they yeah, should go in before Radiohead. I'm sorry. No, no, they should not. Radiohead's been around forever. They were a bigger band than and Radiohead. they've killed it every time they put something out. If you take Radiohead at their peak and Oasis at their peak, Oasis is a much bigger band. But Yeah, but they 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 had different trajectories in their careers. Radiohead was... Yeah. What's the qualifications, Ben? What's the qualifications for... for well, now Robert? they let the fans vote. It, now it's a right. fan vote. That's why Def Leppard won huge. It's a, fan vote. it's a fan vote when they get nominated. Then it becomes a fan vote. They nominate a certain amount of bands, and then, and then it goes to the fans. Yeah, the fans now, they right. changed that. They, it didn't used to be like that, but that's why Def Leppard got in. They won, like, they got a huge percentage. So what is it, what would you say is, uh, what qualifies you? I don't, it's so silly. I mean, you, you can, I mean, it should be called the Music Hall of Fame. It should well, be called yeah, the Rock Hall Because you got rappers in there, yeah. you got everything in there. Oh, it's, 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 I like a lot of the rappers there. Me, I love the Beastie Boys and Run DMC, and it, but it's it's all over the place. Let me and, ask you, know, you this. Let me ask you this. Did they film... The award ceremony at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame award ceremony at? Did they no. do? Th- it's, it's, they tape it at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn every year. They have been. Do they? Yeah, have they, they but have they, they taped it yet? Have they taped it yet? That's no. what I'm asking. Because Janet Jackson, Janet Jackson. They did it one year. Cleveland got it one year, and Howard Stern inducted Bon Jovi, right. and he let it. He let the rock and roll people have it, and I, and then it's been back to, but went back to Brooklyn. So I don't know what. Jan- it used to be at the Waldorf. Janet Jackson is getting inducted. In New York City? Yeah. Come on. It was at the Waldorf. That's where I saw Michael Jackson. It was at the Waldorf for years. Yeah, it was. You know, it, it was a small thing. When U2 was inducted, it was at the Waldorf. Isn't that a slap in the face of the city of Cleveland? You ever, why been, you ever they, been to Cleveland? Why would they Cleveland have sucks. the Loans uh, fucking stadium or whatever the fuck it's called? Oh, where they? Yeah. yeah, it's an awful place. I get it. <laughs> no offense to Cleveland. I actually have a lot of friends. I mean, look, there's a there's a few decent restaurants and a couple sports teams, and then that's it. You know what? What's weird about Cleveland? pierogies there? I guess the strangest thing about Cleveland was I did a work event there on a Friday and got up on Saturday, and when I was staying in the sea, there was nobody around. And I'm used yeah, to living in New York. Yeah, it was a yeah. ghost town. It was kind of eerie. You know, you live in New York, and there's people everywhere. And it was just like, ooh, this is strange. Yeah, I was I was, I, uh, was there, and on a Saturday, like, I walk out of my hotel in Cleveland, and I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? <laughs> there was no one around. It's like a refrigerator city. People just go there to grab something and then leave. I don't even know. I guess, yeah. I guess so. It's yeah. a fucking... It's a weird place, but yeah, I hear that a lot about attraction. Cleveland. If your attraction is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? That's your big well, attraction. Shouldn't you be able to keep the actual induction ceremony? Oh, you're not going to. You're not going to like this. Uh, Leroy Jenkins checking in. Oasis would be on first ballot in the douchebag Hall of Fame. <laughs> what's it, his favorite band? <laughs> what's his, yeah, what's, what's his favorite band? I think collect what? Collective Soul, maybe. Oh, it's <laughs> probably Nickelback. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that collective soul had that. Oh my god, what garbage music that is! Uh, the, uh, 
the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though, I will say, is a very it's a great museum. I really enjoyed it. It's beautiful to look at from the outside and, mm. and the I thought it was that was the highlight of going to Cleveland. And I will say the other thing about Cleveland is that is a good sports town, man. They love their sports there. They really do. Oh, John, I'm actually D- happy that they won a title for once. John D. Noodle checking in. Cleveland is closed on the weekends, just like Ottawa, Canada. Uh, so that's why you don't see anybody on the weekends. It's closed. That's a that's a throwback to a really old bit we did. I don't get that. Oh, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a throwback uh, to like a bit we did in two thousand four. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. But that was our Keith Flint uh, tribute, by the way. Okay. Let's solve, solve this, solve this uh, bet. Who's the bigger band? Radiohead? Oasis? That's a tough one, dude. Now, right now? No. That is Ben's way of saying Radiohead. That's Ben saying Radiohead. No, I mean, I, they're both of two of my. I, I love both of them, personally. I. That's a good question. I don't know. I was taking into account Noel's new. Well, okay, let's let's look at this. Definitely, maybe, and what's the story? Morning Glory were both huge albums for Oasis. With Radiohead, the Bends were big. Uh, what was the album after that? Same with Michael Jackson. Their hits, no, the OK their Computer hits, was big. Their hits were sporadic. Yeah, you know, and, and the thing, my only thing with Radiohead lately, the, the last couple albums have just become so weird that I'm like, what the hell are they doing? But, I mean, they still sell out wherever they go. So mm. they still have a huge – I honestly, I would put them on the same level. I I, I really would. Look, radio uh, – and talk about, if you're talking <laughs> about numbers, to, you know, if you're talking about numbers, mm. all right, Noel Gallagher by himself is selling out Radio, radio City Music Hall. Fucking Liam sold out Central Park. We're never going to – sell out the garden. They sold out the car. Your brother was. But if they, okay, Chris, if they were together, Chris, if No Gallagher if, were with his brother and the Oasis band was reunited, they would sell out any any arena. That last time they were together, they sold out the garden. I remember they did. They, they sold out, and yeah. that was a big arena tour for them. Yeah. They I sold remember. out everywhere they went. Yeah, but you're 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 so far up, uh, like Oasis no ass. No, no one can sell. talk to you I differently about Oasis. You that, can't be open minded about this band. You cannot be open-minded about this band. You know they that. Are the, they were the greatest bands of all time. They are a not. great band. But, yes, Radiohead is either on par or, if not, a better band than Oasis. I, and here's point, here's point number one. Radiohead is still a band. Oasis is not. It's two bands. It's even better. This is horseshit. You see, you can't talk to this kid about the goddamn Oasis. <laughs> by the way, then, go ahead. that concludes our Oasis segment of the show. Brought to you by British Airways. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so Keith Flint of Prodigy died, and he was uh, he was great. Apparently, he was a pioneer of uh, of stuff. I don't even know. I, I read an article about him. And, actually, the New York Times did a write up on him, and it was kind of like, wow, the New York Times is doing a write up on Keith Flint. I just knew his name. I didn't. I never knew that guy's name until he died, which is sad. I saw them in concert when I was in in, in college, and he was a lunatic. He jumped off the stage with the mic, singing Firestarter, mm. ran outside the club, ran up the block. The microphone was like cut out. I'm a file starter. He looked like a psycho. Mm. So yeah. they considered punk rock. I would say more like a dance. Like, it was dance, know, yeah, mixed. like yeah. dance punk or something. Yeah, new yeah, wave dance. Yeah. Smash my bitch up. Yeah. That is breathe, breathe the pressure. Yeah. yeah. 
Smack My Bitch Up is certainly not a song that uh, is widely played on the radio nowadays. <laughs> should dedicate that one to R. Kelly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and obviously Luke Perry died, which is scary, uh, which, which is scary because it was of a stroke. He was 52. He looked in pretty good health. How are you feeling? Uh, and um, that's very sad. Dylan, yes, we all know Dylan. He all he made us all wear sideburns, right? Gross sideburns, rock well, sideburns. He's responsible for rocks, mutton chops. That's for sure. Absolutely, that's where Rock got his mutton chops from, or at least the idea. Hey, this Luke Perry guy seems to be getting laid all the time. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> roll my chops too. The amount of poon that Luke Perry probably fucking encountered in the mid to late '90s or early '90s was incredible. So he had a good life, certainly. Fuck Kelly. I mean, that's all you got. That's yeah. all you need to know. Fuck Jenny Garth. He was. I mean, that show. First of all, I just remember how big that show mm. was. Gigantic. And, I mean, he was a good-looking dude, and yeah, he was shows the don't get show. that big anymore. Man. That show was. I'm mean, that show. I I remember because it was on when I was in high school. I remember every girl had a picture of him in their locker. It wasn't what's his name that played yeah, Brandon or on their binders? They would yeah, tape it to they loved him. I was like, oh, man. Although I did think Jason Priestley was a better-looking man. Jason Priestley. I was always a, uh, a what is it, the Shannon? Shannon Darty. Yeah. Yeah. She turned out to be nuts, huh? She went crazy, didn't she? She went crazy, but she was the feisty one. She was the she feisty, was pale crazy. brunette. Yeah. Apparently has cancer now, which is sad. What? No, yeah. Jesus, everybody's dying. <laughs> All right, who's the hottest girl on 90210? Who do you think the hottest girl was? Uh, I, you know, beyond, I would go with the uh, the pale blonde girl. What is that Jenny? Jenner? Jenny. Jenny. Jenny Garth. Yeah. Jenny Kelly. Garth, yeah. It was Kelly on the Kelly, show. Kelly, yeah, Kelly on the show. Although the newspaper girl oh, probably sucks a good day. Breath implants? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to say Tori Spelling. No. Uh, oh, no, it was the other one. Fuck, I swear. Who are you talking about? It was the one that uh, Brian Austin Green, his character That's dated. That's what I was going to say. Tiffany. Tiffany Amber uh, Thiessen. Oh, yeah, she was much later in the. Yeah, she was an original character, but yeah. God, was she hot? Yeah, she but hot. she was like the reason to watch the later seasons of the oh, show. The fuck, those and titties then, weren't them. Those she was two the original were, Kelly. Those two dated in in real life. Who? Brian Austin Green. Oh and yeah, yeah, they right. ended up yeah, dating in real life. He used to bag them too, man. He got he's got a lot of fucking. Who's he? Wait, isn't he married to somebody famous? Yeah, he's married to fucking that really hot girl. Brian Austin Green is married. Let me let me look that up. He's he's Megan Fox, isn't he? Is he with Megan Fox? Jesus. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure Green. They probably have posters of him growing yeah, up, uh, and now she's, now she's married to him or whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, I wrote in, Brian Austin Green married to, and then the answer was from Google, Megan Fox, 2010. Very good. Fucking God damn it. Good for him. I Luke think he Perry, won. I'm sorry your I tribute is going downhill. I think he won right. Dylan! If you say who, who made out the best. Fucking uh, Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Oh, yeah. my God. Good for him. God damn. And he was like the least important character on the show, aside from that Sandra girl. Mm. Sandra, yeah. Oh, God. That Sandra storyline was oof. Yeah. That, that killed the show in itself. They should have never had her keep going like that. Uh, Prodigy is more day. like drum, bass, industrial, coming in from John D. Noodle from Germany. There you go. But, but if you know, you know, if that show was around today, they would say, where's the fucking diversity? 
Yeah, you're right. It would have never, it would have never lasted. Right, there but then, no then, people on there. and then, even yeah. the reboot didn't last. But. That's what you got to do. It's like Beverly Hills. There's no, you know. Trying to say, Karen. Jesus. They would have like a, they would have like a black guest star on once in a while, and like it would be some kind of racial like tone to the show. Right. And like Jason Priestley would go out of his way. He was like. He's black and he's my friend. And he, like, make sure everybody accepted him. And it's like, oh, like, this is so bad. You guys remember the guy that played the musician? I think he dated the Tory Spelling character. Oh, yeah. The, 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 yeah, that kid had sideburns, too. Yeah, yeah. And he, they all like, had sideburns. Yeah, everybody had sideburns. That's <laughs> yeah. true. They yeah. all had sideburns. Yeah. He had the music career. He was, how do you talk to an angel? <laughs> how do you, how do you talk? Yeah, he has a wispy voice. Yeah. He uh, he was from the Boston area, and he would come in. I would DJ on Thursday nights in Boston, yes. and he would come in, and he would leave every time with a couple girls. No problem. He'd come up with me in the DJ booth, and, you know, he would, he'd uh, have a few drinks. What was your would, DJ name? I, my own name. I never had DJ. DJ Sparks? No, Ben. I'm oh. not sure. Fuck that. DJ so, Ben. <laughs> yeah. But I, I would announce that he was here, you know, because they got kind of a light on that. We're up above the crowd, and... And, you know, it would be just a matter of time. It was great for me and my friends. We'd pick up his scraps, you know. It was just like, you know, <laughs> just no problem. And he would come he in by when he wasn't, when he wasn't, no, he would come in quite a bit. And he would always, you know, always do. He was actually a very, very nice guy. How do you natural. talk to an angel? Exactly. Guy was like 18. He sounded like he was 42. <laughs> that fucking voice. Yeah. Struggling. He was struggling to sing that song. Yeah. Uh, and also King Kong Bundy died. 60 years old. Legendary wrestler. I want to point out the fact that uh, uh, Patrick from The Stand uh, put out a Instagram picture of uh, of uh, comedian Robert Kelly on his... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> going, yeah, R.I.P. King Kong. Go well. It was hilarious. It did not go over. I, I Rob, believe Robbie I was like the second person to like it because I saw it right, right away. And I was Bobby, like, Bobby that's hilarious. Patrick and- that was not a pleasant conversation. He was that mad about it? He really? was. Was he? Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, God. I actually heard him on the radio talking about it today. Really? Robert oh, Kelly on, um, uh, it was on Jim and Sam, I think. And he was talking about Patrick? Yeah, he he said Patrick's name. He's like, oh, that's oh, Patrick geez. from the... <laughs> he gave great plugs to the, to the, uh, the club and to Patrick. That's great. He actually he's called Patrick a kid, and I was like, he, he's not a kid. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking grown man. Yeah. That's that's the problem with Robert. He's a, he looks, he still looks at Pat as like the kid that used to, you know, help him, you know, with his fans and all that shit. Right. And he, you know, it's like, no, he's an adult. He made a joke. You're a comedian. You should be able to fucking take it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I look, I, I have nothing against Robert, but you know, come on, man! Like, I thought know, the whole thing was hilarious. You know, I saw you've it. known the guy for a long fucking time. You think there was any maliciousness to it? I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> I love the fact that we uh, are doing tributes to three people who died, and we're not talking shit about any single one. <laughs> I just mention the name of the person, then we go off into a tangent about something else. He it's fine. Not even a good wrestler. No, he was just a, he was just a fat just dude. A fat guy, yeah. Talented yeah. being fat, really gives a shit. I mean, once, you know, he, I guess, I guess they were looking for big fat guys like Under the Giant, you know, and the King Kong Bundy was just next. Mm. He he had an awful career. Like, no, no, no one really cared about King Kong Bundy. He had no personality. 
watch wrestling. No. Why are we talking about this? Leroy Jenkins checking in. What about your? Uh, what about Pete Davidson and his new chick? Oh no. I have to keep shedding light on this because yeah. I'm the Pete Davidson expert. <laughs> that be- Beckinsale man, I can't get over the I Beckinsale. Told you, Beckinsale thing. likes him young. Ben, you know? Ben, what do you think about the Beckinsale thing? Give me your- for Pete. He's had a good little run here. Yeah, he's a good way to bounce back. He's you know, on a he fucking had, solid had- run. It's a fu- it's it's almost an iconic run. It could be an iconic run. You know the the funny thing is when Chris and Paul and the guys opened the stand, he was in there and he was, I mean he was coming in. Mm. Years ago, seventeen. He was coming yeah. in, and then next thing I know, I see him on Saturday Night Live. I'm like, "What the fuck happened? And this guy blew up fast." That is exactly like- my my uh, my history with Pete Davidson. I would see him. I saw him as a kid at the stand, and then the next thing I know, he's doing Weekend Update. I'm, I'm like, "How? The, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, how, what happened here?" Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, he's on a he's on a legendary run, Chris. You have to you have well, you, to you, you have you to tip the cap. What's really odd is that Pete used to be really good friends with her ex boyfriend, Matt Beckin- Rife, and who's also a young guy. Mm. She likes him young. Like, there's a little weirdness there now, man. There's some fucking you know, some really strange shit going on. That's all I'm gonna say. She is a tremendous looking woman for her for her age. Oh, she's incredible. Tremendous. Forty six or something. Yeah, she's yeah. like forty six. Yeah, but she likes him young, man. She just likes him young. Good for her. Good for her. Good for him. Good for everybody. It's it's it's, it's all it's all good. It's all good in the hood, yo. Word up. Yeah. Um. All right, everybody. Well, we did a lot on t- today's show. I it was nice to see Benjamin Sparks again <laughs> on the you. radio. DJ Sparks. DJ Sparks. DJ Sparks. I, I gotta tell you, I gotta, I gotta tip the cap, Chris. That was a, that was a, a pleasant surprise having a, a Ben come down to your studio there in uh, Would you New York. Rather, City. I announced him to you. No, and we, and we I did prep. I, I think, I think this was perfect. I, I was definitely when you brought on uh, uh, Derek Gaines that one time, comedian Derek Gaines, and I had no idea who was coming on. I was like, oh. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to do it because I, I don't know him at all. But Ben, I love Ben. I love talking to Ben. It's uh, it well, was really it's a cool thing. Give Chris all the credit because he said to me while we were we were sitting having dinner last night, we we're just talking about everything on the Sunday. He's like, Why don't you come on tomorrow? And I was like, I didn't. I thought he was talking about going to a comedy show at first, and then I was thinking about it. Hey, he goes, I was like, How are we going to do this? And I got to his office, and he goes, Here's what we're going to do. We're gonna look here and start the show. We're gonna put the camera on you, and he's gonna look up and go, "What the fuck?" Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Give him the credit on that. That was that good. was really good. That was good. It was really good. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you to Chris. Thank you to Ben. Thank you to everybody for checking out in the chat room, the live there. John D. Noodle, uh, uh, Leroy Jenkins, Rock, everybody there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Lunatic Radio, on uh, Instagram at Lunatic Radio. And, uh, yeah, subscribe to the show on YouTube. Lunatic Radio across the board. Uh, donate to the lunaticradio.com show by going on our website, lunaticradio.com, and clicking the donate button and donate whatever you want. It'd be great. Uh, be sure to check out the lunaticradio.com show this Sunday. Sunday, no Friday show. This Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern with uh, Rock and whoever else is coming on with us. Uh, and that's it, man. This was a fun show. It's a crazy world we live in, people. Fucking Michael Jackson's dead, I know that, but fucking his his story is still not finished. And that R. Kelly fucking peeing on bros. It's gonna be some 
It's gonna be it's gonna be wild ride with R. Kelly. That one ain't done either. Either. I can't uh, wait to see all the R. Kelly sketches <laughs> on all the shows. Oh yeah, on yeah. SNL. It's gonna be hilarious. Um. All right, let's give the final word to uh, Benjamin Sparks, the great Ben Sparks. Ben, final word on this Lunatic Radio show. Go ahead. Good night. There you go. Later, everybody. Peace.